The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to A Gut Feeling, where we discuss the brain-gut connection and how to break free from bloating and chronic inflammation of the gut. I'm your host, Jacqueline Renee, former anxious IBS struggler turned holistic health coach and digestive specialist. Thank you so much for joining me on your healing journey. Hey guys, welcome back to A Gut Feeling. Thanks so much for joining us. Today, we're going to talk all about candida. But before I dig into the episode, I just want to remind you to hit subscribe. I have some incredible podcast episodes coming up and I do not want you to miss a thing. So make sure you're subscribed. And if you feel called to, I'd be so grateful for you to leave a review. I'd love to know how this has helped you in your journey and what your favorite episodes are and everything about your thoughts and feedback on the podcast. It helps me to understand what I can do to best serve you along the way. So please do that if you feel called to and share to your Instagram and tag me anytime you listen to an episode. All right. So Candida, let's get into it. It was huge in my healing journey. Candida was the first thing I was ever quote unquote diagnosed with. And I had no idea what it was. I didn't know where it came from, how I got it how it continued to hurt my body. And so of course, being the researcher that I am, as soon as I found out that I had candida, I went full force. I researched everything and I wanted to make sure I had a really good understanding of what it was so I could figure out the steps and tools I needed to really heal my body from it. And then of course, it became a huge part of my you know, practice with my clients and in my business to help other women because candida is so present in so many people and it causes, it has so many symptoms and causes that come with it. So I wanna give you guys an insight today on what candida is, what causes it, how to get it out of your body or how to remove it from your body. And then the steps you kind of need to take to repair from there. So let's sort of, let's dig in now so I can let you know what it is and we can go from there. All right. So at the core level, candida is a fungus. It's basically a yeast in your body and very small amounts live in your mouth and intestines. It's totally normal to have it. And the main job is to help out with digestion and nutrient absorption. 
but oftentimes it can get overproduced and then candida can break down the wall of the intestine and penetrate the bloodstream. So you guys know what this sounds like, right? Our, our favorite old friend, leaky gut. So candida leads to leaky gut. And this happens by releasing toxic byproducts into your blood system. And this is not what we want. So on any given day, when you digest food, you know, from your mouth to your stomach and then into your intestines, we want it just to flush through, just normally flush through everything. And the problem with bad bacteria like candida is it can start to multiply and the bad bacteria breaks down the wall of the intestine, as I was saying, and every time it breaks down the wall a little bit and a little bit and a little bit more, then these cracks come into your intestines. And that's how leaky gut is produced, basically. So we don't want these cracks. We don't want this bad bacteria. So we have to work through the steps to reduce the bacteria, but also improve the good bacteria. Now, a lot of the protocol around this that I use is through the four R's of gut healing. Two podcasts ago, I talked all about the four R's of, of uh, gut healing, and it's all about removing the stuff that causes these inflammation and bacteria that happens in the body, and then replacing it with the vital nutrients that will help to restore your gut health and your digestion, and then re-inoculating the bacteria, good bacteria, prebiotics and probiotics so that your body can start to produce the right amount of bacteria in a good way, and then repairing the gut system. So when we're talking here with candida and leaky gut, what it's done to break down the wall of the intestine, we're far beyond the repair uh, phase. So we have to move backwards and start with this first R, which is remove to get through, which I will get to in a little bit as we go through what causes candida and how it starts to multiply, right? So there are so many different types of um, symptoms and causes that come from candida. Anything from digestive issues to anxiety and depression, the list goes on and on. But mostly the common sense symptoms that people will see is fatigue, feeling tired or worn out, having digestive issues like bloating and constipation and diarrhea. Um, candida can lead to autoimmune diseases like Hashimoto's and rheumatoid arthritis and ulcerative colitis. Psoriasis and eczema is huge when it comes to candida because you'll see it come out on the skin when it's sort of bred in the body. On top of that, it can be very mental. So difficulty concentrating, poor memory, lack of focus, ADD, ADHD, brain fog. The, the gut and the brain are directly connected through our vagus nerve. So if you're experiencing stress or trouble concentrating or those kind of things, you can see that they will definitely be most affected in the gut and vice versa. So you can never just look at diet. You have to look at diet, lifestyle, stress, all the same things. So typically people will see that irritability or those mood swings or anxiety or depression as a byproduct of having candida as a bacteria. Now for women, if you're carrying excess candida, now this is very important for women to listen up because these are things that we think are symptomatic, but they are a direct cause of overgrowth of candida. Things like vaginal infections and UTIs, even anal itching and vaginal itching comes from this source of candida. 
So listening through on the tools and tips that I have will help stop those reoccurring yeast infections and other infections that you get because this is the overgrowth of bacteria that happens. Now, some people will also experience itching of the body where their body itches a lot, and they can also experience uh, ear infections. Now, I have a podcast called Shanley's Healing Journey. Um, might be like podcast 10 or 11. You can click back to check it out. And Shanley had reoccurring ear infections. She was bounced around from doctor to doctor. She was on many courses of antibiotics, which we're going to talk about in a little bit of things that directly contribute to candida. And she had little to no answers. And then her body was giving out because of all the steroids and antibiotics. So eventually she was led to me. And we had a discussion about candida. We did a test and sure enough, candida came up really high. And so once we were able to target the candida, the ear infections went away for good. Her yeast infections went away for good. She didn't have those experiences anymore because we balanced the bad bacteria. We took out the bad bacteria and balanced the good bacteria. And we were able to get her to find relief without being on medications and not staying in this vicious cycle of pain versus um, comfort back and forth over and over. So it's really important to, to look at a deeper root cause in holistic medicine because oftentimes Western medicine just treats the topical problem and doesn't actually address the root cause. On top of some of those other things, these are this is a very, um, common symptom that most people have, which is strong carbohydrate and sugar cravings. This is because the bacteria is like Pac-Man. It's looking for its next fix. It's like an addict for carbohydrates and sugar. So if you give in and you eat it, the strong uh, carbohydrate or sugar craving, it wants more. So the craving comes back over and over. So it's a constant push of the bacteria growing and wanting more, it feeds off of it, it multiplies from that. So if you starve it off, then it helps to remove the bad bacteria. But then of course there are other steps to get it balanced so you have good probiotics and you repair the gut system too. So things that directly contribute to the growth or the cause of candida are it's, it depends on the person and the body. Obviously, you guys know that I'm always all about individuality, bio-individuality, but these are common things that direct the cause of or the growth of candida. So eating this diet high in refined carbs and sugar, of course, is going to lead to an overgrowth of candida. Now, I do think it's worth noting that some people are actually born with candida. Now, I had it as a baby. I grew up with it through my teens and my childhood. And then I didn't find out till I was 20 that I had it and it explained a lot of the health issues I had growing up. Trouble concentrating in school, uncontrollable anxiety and mood outbursts that no one could quite figure out. Going back and forth from depression to erratic happiness, all of this was due to my candida overgrowth. And how it formed as a kid was from poor diet and then being sick and being put on lots of antibiotics. So it's important to know if you're a mother listening or if you're someone thinking, do I have candida? 
Look at your past history with antibiotics. This is important because this is one of the biggest contributors of candida. When you've been put on antibiotics over and over and over again, it keeps breaking down the good bacteria as well as the bad bacteria. So you're never actually getting to a place where the good bacteria outlives the bad bacteria. And then the body, the system just starts to fail because there, you don't have your good army, your good bacteria fighting against what you need to fight against for your immune system. So look at your past history of antibiotics. This could be causing candida. And then if there is a reason you're on the antibiotics, how can we look at the root cause to eventually get off of them and balance the bacteria with things like prebiotics, probiotics, and antifungals to get you moving in the right direction? Now we'll get to talking about treatment and sort of stuff like that in a little bit, but I wanna go through some other causes of candida. Alcohol, caffeine, and sugar. You guys know I talk about the top three toxic triggers all the time. These three are the highest contributors to candida. Taking birth control, oral contraceptives can lead to uh, candida as well because it's suppressing your hormones. And when we suppress our hormones, something happens in the body unnatural. And so it's looking for a way to fight and it can cause an overgrowth of candida from that. Also noted very high for the cause of candida is stress. Your lifestyle can directly contribute to the growth of candida. Every time you stress, there's a brain gut connection through the vagus nerve. It sends thousands of neurotransmitters back and forth telling the body it's in trauma. So if you're stressed most days or all day on a daily basis, it's contributing to the overgrowth of candida. So we'll talk also through more um, detox uh, rituals and how to control stress in a little bit when we're dealing with um, detoxing candida and getting it out of the body because those are definitely important. So let's talk about removing the yeast and talking about how we actually get rid of candida. Just like I was talking about before, candida is like Pac-Man. So Pac-Man thrives off of eating, you know, anything that's going to feed it. All these things I talked about before that are feeding it to make it grow and win. So to remove the yeast, it's very simple. You just have to stop feeding the Pac-Man or to starve off the cells from reproducing. Um, I'll be honest, it can take anywhere from one month to a year to starve off these cells. Every single person is different, but it also depends on how committed you are to the lifestyle and what you do throughout the course of your protocol that can play a part into this. So if we look at the two things that we need to do for contributing to the removal of candida, it basically goes into two pillars, okay? Diet and lifestyle. When I say diet, I most likely mean nutrition, what you're eating, what you're consuming, what you're taking in, and lifestyle is how you approach life and how stress comes into your life. So the first thing when it comes to the diet is removing toxic triggers. Now you guys have heard me mention the top three, which is always caffeine, sugar, and alcohol. However, we do need to note that gluten and dairy also contribute heavily to candida or to the production of candida. Gluten is most likely going to be a heavy carb because of its 
to finding it in flour or in bread, and those contribute to candida, any heavy starches or sugars. And dairy is also a really common cause of overgrowth of bacteria because of the way it's farmed and the hormones that's included in it. It's just another contributor. So the best thing to do would be to start by slowly removing these five from your diet and looking to see how they help the candida symptoms. Now, you also want to be aware of not eating processed foods. Processed foods also contribute. So I could say go gluten-free, but then just eating a whole bag of gluten-free pretzels, which is still processed foods, even though gluten isn't in it, is definitely something you do not want to do because it's going to contribute to the overgrowth of bacteria continuously. So it's actually really important to eat high plant-based diet, a lot of fiber, greens, light fruit, vegetables, um, grains, uh, gluten-free grains like brown rice and quinoa. If you're a meat eater, eating lean organic animal protein, things like bison and lamb, turkey, chicken, and fish are very helpful in the removal of candida. You want to just eat a very, very clean diet. So this will help to start starving off the bacteria, but there's also the secondary part of it, which is the lifestyle. Now, if you're doing all the things and eating all the healthy foods, which I talk about in my last podcast, what I learned on my healing journey, I was doing all of that. I was addressing candida. I was eating healthy. I was doing all the things but I was still a stress ball, like an anxious ball of fire that could never really get to a place of relaxation. So I would, even though I was eating healthy, I would still experience symptoms. And then if I had a very stressful week, the symptoms would get even higher. So I really had to learn to calm my central nervous system on a daily basis. The stress continuously ignites the reproduction of the cells. So again, just like Pac-Man, we need to starve him off. So the more you can take care of yourself mentally and not overwhelm your plate in the months of healing, but also for the course of your life is very important. So here's a couple ways that you can um, manage stress or cope with stress so that you can stay calm when you're starting to detox your body of candida. My favorite one is to journal. The thoughts come in, the stress comes in, you need to put it somewhere. And the, the best place for non-judgmental stress release is on paper. I have a journal that I write in every day and it's where all my thoughts go out and it's so helpful in keeping me present and bringing me to the moment and helping me stay focused to work through what I need to do instead of trying to get what I need to do from outside sources. Other forms of helping your body calm down and detoxify is gentle exercise, such as yoga, stretching. You can do things like sauna or sit in a jacuzzi for detox. Avoid toxic relationships. This goes for family, friends, and romantic relationships because this contributes to the produ production of the cells. So trying to calm your relationships and stick, stay around people who best serve you and you feel comfortable around is the best. Also taking a weekend trip to unwind or picking yourself first, planning ahead, just simple tasks that keep you in a low stress environment are really important. There's something that happens in the body when you start to detox candida. 
and it's labeled Hexmeyer's response, but also known as candida die-off. Now, candida die-off can be pretty rough if you push too hard too fast. So it's important to slowly move yourself into, into these um, detox protocols, if you will, along the way so that you're not forcing the body to detox too fast, or you can get flu-like symptoms, coughing, sneezing, fatigue, even a fever. And right now with the pandemic underway, we don't wanna give any symptoms of anything that relates back to COVID, which these are, excuse me, similar symptoms. So keep keeping yourself going, moving slow through it will be really important. So there are some really amazing detox protocols that you can do throughout the process of eliminating candida that will help the body detox faster so you do not experience this candida die-off symptoms as much as you would if you didn't do them. So having structure around your day helps a lot to keep the stress at bay. You could actually rhyme that. that, that works out good. Have structure around your day to keep the stress at bay. I love that saying, we're gonna put it into the JRW saying so that we know that we're contributing to our healthy lifestyle and not pulling away from it. So here's some healthy detox rituals that'll help you get rid of the yeast faster. Number one is oil pulling. Oil pulling is simply swishing around coconut oil or avocado oil or some type of high grade oil in your mouth for three to five minutes. And this helps to pull all the bacteria out of the mouth. Now make sure if you do this, you spit it into the garbage and not your toilet or your sink because it can harden and not be good for your pipes. And we don't wanna have a pipe problem later. We already have too many problems with this lifestyle going on. Also really helpful is taking hot Epsom salt, hot Epsom salt baths, anything that's gonna draw out your lymphatic system and help your body heal. So hot Epsom salt bath, sauna, that daily movement and exercise I talked about, relaxing things like yoga, Tai Chi, walking outside in nature, whether it's cold or hot, it's really important to get out into nature and feel that healing, grounding mother nature sensation. Also, there's a couple things that you can drink, like hot water with lemon. You can add a little cayenne to help detoxify. You can make sure that when you're drinking your water, it's very clean water. So you're not um, drinking tap water and contributing to the problem with fluoride and, uh, and lead and other things that lurk in our water. One of my favorite protocols, this is one I do a lot, is alternating hot and cold showers. So you get in the shower, you turn it on as hot as you can take it, keep it for 30 seconds to a minute, and then go to the cold, 30 seconds to a minute, really, really cold, feel the sensation, and then back hot and cold. It's up to you what you choose to end on if you need to end on hot. I like to end on cold because it's invigorating, makes me feel like my lymphatic system is moving. So I really like to get to that space and feel like I have detoxed my body for the day and improved my cells. So let's dig in a little bit further when it comes to diet and lifestyle, because knowing what you can and cannot eat, I think is super important when it comes to candida. So I told you what to remove. I told you to remove gluten, dairy, caffeine, sugar, and alcohol, but I didn't really dig into what we can include. So I want to I want to break into that a little bit more because it's not always about what you can't eat. It's about focusing on what you can because it helps keep things in a more positive light. 
So when it comes to your fruits and vegetables, it's always super important to choose organic. Eating conventional foods like foods that are high in GMOs or conventional fruits and vegetables that have been exposed to pesticides and herbicides is really harmful to the body in general. It breaks down the gut lining. It's not helpful for our hormones or for our body system. So doing things like choosing organic or knowing your farmer or getting into a farmer's market or co-op is really important to get away from any pesticides or herbicides leading into the body. Also, when it comes to your vegetables, it's important to know which ones are higher starch because the higher starch vegetables will lead to the candida overgrowth too. So you want to enjoy all the greens and reds and all the vegetables, but think about low consumption of any white starchy carbs. So I know we're avoiding gluten, but there's still things like white potatoes and white rice that can contribute to candida as well. So it's best to stick to non-gluten grains, like I said, brown rice and quinoa, but also more complex carbohydrate when it comes to vegetables. So sweet potatoes and carrots versus choosing a white potato or white rice. When it comes to fruit, we want to be a little minimal about that. We don't want to overdo fruit because, again, the sugar will contribute to candida overgrowth. So berries, apples, avocados, those are great fruits that do not contribute to candida. Stay away from the really heavy sugar fruits like really ripe bananas or mangoes or things that have a high sugar or high uh, fructose content. So it's also good to include things like nuts and seeds, um, you know, ha uh, make sure they're raw and organic, things like almonds, cashews, if you can tolerate them, and, and hemp seeds and chia seeds are also really good, superfoods for that too. And then when it comes to your oils, this is really important too. We never want to use cheap oils like vegetable, canola, low-end oils. We want to use high-grade oils. Coconut oil is extremely antifungal, so it's really helpful for digestive issues. It will help kill this bacteria. So using coconut oil, olive oil, avocado oil, flax and sesame, sunflower, those are higher grade oils, so try to use those. Now, when it comes to the final, you know, sort of push for candida, you want to use supplements. You want to use antifungals and you want to use immune boosters because we want to boost your immune system at the same time we do antifungals. Now, everybody is different for what is good for their candida detox protocol when it comes to supplements. So this is where I encourage you to work with a coach. If you're interested in figuring out if you have candida because you have all these symptoms and this sounds like it's right for you, or you even maybe started introducing some of these protocols and it hasn't worked yet, then the next step is to book with a coach. I would love to assist you on this healing journey. If you think the candida protocol is right for you and you want to get started, go ahead and book a discovery call. It's 20 minutes. It's absolutely free. You can connect one-on-one -on -one with me and we can start to create a program and protocol for you so that you are able to heal and can move on and get rid of this candida. So I hope this was helpful for you guys to, to think about candida or the symptoms or even just to rid what's causing it. 
please let me know if you have any feedback. You can always email me, Jacqueline at JacquelineReneeWellness.com. And make sure you're following me on Instagram because I'm going to be posting a lot more information about candida, leaky gut, SIBO, every type of digestive disorder there is. And so I hope you're following. Thank you so much again for listening. Don't forget to click subscribe and hit me with that good review. And I will see you guys, talk to you guys, and be hearing you guys next week. Happy healing. We talk to the animals and we know you can too. On the Animal Communication Podcast hosted by the three of us, myself, Julie Heert, Aaron Debbie Smith, and Meredith Tolleson. We will show you how to deepen your relationship with your beloved animal companions, whether they're alive or in spirit. As soul-level animal communicators, we explain the process and explore topics such as health, behavior, and play, all from the animal's perspective. So subscribe and follow us on Apple, Spotify, and listen as part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.